Hi everyone, you're listening to the Simply Digital Marketing Podcast, episode number 26. Amy here again with another amazing guest and thank you once again so much for listening to my podcast. So today we have Dr. Nikki, the female money doctor. So she is a GP turned money coach for women and helps people to heal their finances. So she believes that we cannot be truly healthy with a money nightmare going on in the background. (laughs) And I know exactly what she means. So her award-winning blog, thefemalemoneydoctor.com, is full of free resources. So definitely go and check them out. They are absolutely brilliant. And they're information to help you to gain control of your money. So, Nikki, without further, further ado, tell me more about your business story. What led a doctor to become a money coach? Oh, hi, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. It's, um, it's brilliant um, to chat to you about this. Um, so, um, I suppose what actually happened first is that I realised that I had a really poor relationship with money. Like I was in huge amounts of debt. Um, didn't have any kind of investments or savings to my name despite the fact that I was a doctor and you know doctors are seen as earning good money you know being in control of everything you know understanding what's going on but actually I was a complete mess financially behind the background so I had a bit of time out from another job that I was doing and I decided to leave that job and start my GP training but I had a bit of time in between to, to sit and think and go traveling and Again, not with any money that I, I should have used, that should have gone on paying <laughs> off debt, but I used it for traveling, which was awesome. And then um, I had this like epiphany moment where I realized I was in so much debt. I, I had to do something different when I, I got home. So I completed yeah. my trip. When I got home, kind of made it my mission to get out of debt, made some really poor choices, actually, for, for how I thought I could get myself out of debt. The <laughs> typical get rich quick type stuff like really appealed to me. And um, I'll talk about it in, in a bit, but it's to do with my money personality and, and the, the type of person I am and how I respond to things. So yeah. that completely didn't help me. Um, <laughs> and then um, once I then started realizing the actual proper ways of getting out of debt and, and building savings and stuff like that, I I noticed that my patients were having similar problems. Um, my colleagues were having similar problems. And I, and I was thinking I was the only one, but actually loads of people have problems with money. And it impacts on your health and your health impacts on your finances. And it's also tightly interwoven that I realized as a community-based doctor, that's actually my responsibility to have an understanding of. So I started my blog, um, really enjoyed writing about what I was learning, uh, my experiences. And it it led me to think, well, well, actually, I really want to take this further. So that's when I decided to train as a money coach. And then I, I use, um, I'm a, a sacred money archetypes um, coach. And the, that type of coach uses your money personality as a way of helping you to understand what you're doing with money. And then applying that to the actual practical bit of how do I get out of debt? How do I build a budget? How do I save all that stuff? So that's kind of my story in a nutshell, really. But it's yeah. it initially doesn't seem like it fits. But actually, when you think about it, money affects everything we do, doesn't it? Yeah. So it's important. Yeah. yeah. And that is why when I was introduced to you, it's one of the massive things that I work with personally on a daily basis. And I know a lot of people, <clears throat> a lot of my clients as well, have exactly the same 
worries, concerns, whether they're in debt or not, they're still worried about whether money's going to come in. And especially with the year we've just had, which mm-hmm. we're about to go into another year of it, mm-hmm. everyone needs the help that they can get to be in a better understanding, I think, and a more positive mindset around money and how to bring it in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you touched on the sacred money archetypes. Tell me more about them. How do they relate to money blocks in business? So there are eight money personality types, and we have all of them inside us. But there are when you do um, there's a, a quiz you can do to find out what yours is, and it breaks it down um, into how strong each of the the archetypes are within you. And the top three that you get are the ones that have the most impact on literally everything you do. Yeah. Um, I mean, the woman that created this is called Kendall Summerhawk. And what she says is how we do money is how we do everything. So it, it includes business, career, how you interact with your partner, you know, why you do what you do with money. And it, it definitely links back to money blocks in business. I mean, there's... You know, there's all sorts of things that can come just from your personality. And once you understand it, sometimes that's enough to break yeah. the, the block and you go up. Oh, oh, yeah, I do that. OK, what can I do now to stop myself from, from doing X, Y, Z or whatever it is? So it's so it is fascinating. Once you actually start doing it, it, this is why I chose to be a coach in it, because when I did the quiz for myself the first time, it was like, oh my god this woman's seeing inside my head it was, it was just amazing so yes yeah, so that's what I that's why I did what I, I, I do now so and is that the freebie that you were that you sent me the link to yes to do that quiz okay so I'll just mention it here so if you go on to the femalemoneydoctor.com forward slash is it AMA SMA uh, SMA dash quiz dash quiz dash quiz yeah so sma it sounds like a, a baby formula but that, that's the <laughs> sacred money archetypes dash quiz so yeah okay all right perfect and what are some of the blocks that you see okay so oh god there are so many <laughs> i mean i could talk through each of the other i could probably you, list off about 50 that i've got <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um things like uh not charging enough um so that's a very um nurturer so one of the archetypes is called the nurturer who wants to help people wants to look after people um they'll they'll take the shirt off their back to give it to you to look after you before they'll look after themselves yeah so that stems down to not charging enough because you don't want to be seen as the bad person you know you've you know you, you want to give discounts to people it's 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 all it's all around your pricing um but equally some of the other archetypes like the alchemist and the connector they don't care about money. They'd rather stick their head in the sand and do anything to do with money. So for them, it's about people. It's about um, building their business. It's about other stuff. It's not about the money. So again, wouldn't necessarily charge very much, especially if they're a healer or um, they're in, in those kinds of industries where you, you feel that you shouldn't be charging because you just want to help people. So that's one of the blocks. But actually, what you need to realize with that is once you start charging what you actually deserve and what's going to cover your expenses and give you some money to be able to live off and pay your rent and mortgage and all that stuff, you can then help more people because we can't give from an empty cup. So that's, that's one of the blocks I see. It's very common, particularly for women. Um, and then there's the not asking for sales bit and feeling really icky about selling. So um, 
they're kind of linked as well. So some of that is linked to the, I, I don't want to charge people. I feel bad about this. I feel guilty about this. Other parts of it is I don't deserve it. That was my thing. It was, I don't deserve that money. I don't deserve to charge people because I come from an NHS background. We don't charge people to come to the GP. We don't charge people to get to go to the hospital. And that was leaking out into my business as well because I was thinking, well, how can I possibly charge for, for helping people with their money? Because I want to help people, you know? It's, yeah. it, it comes to that. Yeah. But you still have to be able to sell. You st- mm-hmm. And selling isn't, selling isn't like the sleazy salesperson. It's not like mm-hmm. going to the car dealership and you've got the greasy head guy that comes up to you and goes, hey, do you want to buy this car? And then charges you far <laughs> too much money for it. I, feel, oh, I had that, that happened to me once and it looked horrible. Anyway, <laughs> that's not what selling is all about. Selling is about finding out about the person this is what i do as a gp right i find out about the person what is the problem what do they think the problem is can i help that problem yes or no if i can then it's my duty to offer that solution if that person chooses to step up and take it and pay me for it fabulous we've closed that loop we've closed that that, um that cycle i've given they've paid me I feel good about it. They feel good about it. So selling should be about feeling good about what you do. And if you don't feel worthy of that, or if you don't feel that your stuff that you're selling is good enough, Mm -hmm. that's really going to impact on how you you come across. So you have to stand by your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I've literally just written down alchemist and nurturer because I feel like that was, if it wasn't me once, it could still be me. <laughs> yeah, it'd be to see what you come up as then. To yeah. Have a look. But there are a couple of other archetypes that, that have blocks in different ways as well. So um, you might resonate with a few others, yeah. Um, so another one is um, it's something called the gap tax. Now the gap tax is when you are leaving money on the table or metaphorical money on the table so that could come from not asking for sale not charging enough but equally it could come from spending excessively and not doing something sensible with that money so not putting it into savings not putting it into investments or or something along those lines if you had a hundred pounds and you just spent all that money like um, romantics and celebrities can be guilty of this they buy stuff because celebrities will buy stuff because they want it as a status symbol so it's like the you know i want the shoes the handbag the the vip treatment you know all that stuff they'll they'll spend the money for the status and romantics will spend excessively because they deserve it they don't like being told no you know i've had a hard week i deserve to go on amazon and spend 100 pounds on x y and z you know we all know somebody in our life that's like that yeah um, and we can all have that as tendencies towards us as well, especially if we're stressed or, you know, we're having fun or whatever. So that £100 that you then just spent unnecessarily could have been invested. Mm-hmm. If you invest it over years, that's going to gain money. So it's called compound interest. And it's it's like money babies making more babies, making more babies. It's like rabbits breeding, you know, it's that once you've got the money in an investment account, mm-hmm. it grow over time yes you might have the, the drops and things as we have done recently and the investments have, have dropped because of covid but they do recover and they have recovered and they're actually doing really well right now so it, it's it, that's the gap tax it's the it's that lost that's lost growth lost gain that you you've missed because you decided to spend it rather than actually do something with it and that is a bit um, more of a patience game isn't it you can't yes you can't guess you can't act 
frivolously or quickly it, you just have to wait for it to accumulate exactly and that's the issue i had so i'm a maverick archetype mavericks jump they they'll just they don't think about it necessarily they just jump into a situation and then they think afterwards and go what the hell am i doing <laughs> they'll make impulsive decisions and they follow the shiny objects it's all yeah. that stuff but they can be really good if they actually stopped and slowed down for a second mm-hmm. but you know they're more likely to to chase those get rich quick type stuff which is what i got myself into in the first place um <laughs> And then the other ones include um, things like analysis, paralysis, and procrastination. Accumulators are terrible for this. Accumulators are um, the ones that are really good with saving. So they're all, they're, they're, they hate debt. Being in debt makes them feel very sick. So if they're in debt for, for whatever reason, they will very soon get out of that debt or they will beat themselves up until they get out of debt. That's um, like my husband. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they also have this... Um, this thing about wanting to know every detail so before they part with any money they've got to make sure they've got the right deal is there a coupon i could get to get a bit of money off um you know is there a way i can get it cheaper research 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 analysis paralysis literally you're doing all of this and you're not making the decisions it's like the opposite to the maverick which is really weird because i've got accumulator and maverick in my top three which is like this constant tug of war going on with my money all the time um and that also links to procrastination because if you can't make a decision, you put off making a decision because you can't you can't yeah. do it. So that's another block that I see is sometimes you just have to take action in business and okay, it might not be the right one. So pivot and do something different, mm-hmm. but you've got to make a choice. <laughs> you can't get any information until you do. Um, and then the final two are not having a plan um, for how to use your money. So you're earning really good money in your business, um, but you haven't got a plan for how to then use that money for your future. I see that a lot. You know, you, you often see it in, re, um, in lots of, <clears throat> sorry, lots of advertising. Um, oh, you can earn 10K this month. You know, you, I, can help you, I can help you learn to become a 10K um, a month coach. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's fabulous. What are you going to do with that 10K? Yeah. <laughs> you know, how are you going to spend it? What are you going to do with it? Are you going to invest it? Are you going to save it or you're just going to blow it all like what what are you going to do with that money so I see that happen so that's my thing it's helping both people with careers and people with businesses to use their money more effectively to their you know to their financial independence and um in the future yeah and the final one is being scared of tax so we've had this this conversation recently in um prevalent topic right now being January (laughs) yeah it really is isn't it oh my god yeah that's so that 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 wasn't even planned you know (laughs) Um, so but yeah being scared of tax was definitely something I had as well that those little brown envelopes that drop onto your onto your mat and you're like my god it's HMRC what's it going to say and you try and predict what the letter's going to say before you even open the letter you know it's that kind of thing um but you don't have to be scared of tax tax is there's a lot of positives around tax and that's how I try to get people to see it it's you know when you are paying tax it means you're doing well your business is doing well, your career is doing well, you're earning money, that money is going towards people that are not as fortunate as you, that are not in a situation where they're earning money, that have come on hard times. It's going towards the NHS, the police, the fire service, all the services that we take for granted, that if we didn't have, we would notice very quickly. So it's it's about putting a positive spin on it rather than making that a block, because if you make it, a, if you're too scared of it, you're not going to want to make money in your business. You're going to keep yourself small so that you don't have to pay the tax man or you only have to pay them a little tiny amount. 
Yeah. No, we need to blow that open so we can all start um, helping the environment, helping our communities and helping ourselves as well. Yeah. Do you know, that's a lovely way to think about it. I've never thought about it that way. Just totally flips it on its head rather than hating that brown paper. Yeah. Thinking how grateful you are that you even have it. Yes, exactly. And it's, it, you know, it, it's one of those things about life. We have to pay tax. Yeah. yeah do what you can to minimise the amount that you pay everyone deserves to do that you know i'm not saying avoid it i'm saying you know don't pay more than you need to um mm. can't evade tax that's illegal but <laughs> you're, you're reducing the amount you pay that's fine i mean look at companies like um google and facebook i'm sure they're not paying more tax than they absolutely have to uh, and if we were in that not. situation it'd be the same <clears throat> yeah so you know it doesn't i'm not saying pay over the odds and you know give up everything it's not government is not a charity <laughs> we shouldn't be like giving them money like that but they still do need money for the services that we need yeah. so you know yeah. we have got to pay something yeah wow yeah i really like that <laughs> smile on my face oh that's good <laughs> <laughs> okay so we've talked about all of those bits and pieces and i think that's all really really helpful it's helpful for me and i'm sure it must be helpful for loads of other people but what are some practical things that people can do to overcome any of those limitations or challenges that they have okay so um i would say there's a couple of different levels of what you're prepared to do and I think if, you, I mean, you can go for all the free resources in the world. You could go on YouTube, you could go on, you know, Google, and you could find out as much as you need to about selling or not, you know, how you can charge the pricing in your business, how you can um, <clears throat> build your business, that kind of stuff. But I think what ultimately it comes down to is, is actually spending money on your own personal development, on yourself. and getting a mentor or a coach in place to help you with that. It's important because yes, you can get all the free stuff, but it's not gonna give you the desired outcome unless you've got somebody by your side helping you. And that could be in, in the form of a course, it could be in a one-to-one -one type situation, but I can, I, I mean, I know this, I've got, I've got proof of it myself. Um, the first year that I employed a coach to help me, a business coach, I made £5,000 in one month in my business. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, okay, so I'm not consistently doing that yet. That's, I'm not, I'm not in that space yet. I'm getting there. But I would never have got to that point had I not employed somebody to help me. Yeah. And, you know, the year before I made, I barely made £2,000. And that was through my own efforts. I had no clue what I was doing. So it, it does go to show you that actually having an expert to look at look at it at the big picture, look at it with a fresh set of eyes is actually a really cool thing to do. And having, you know, I know that you've got courses as well, haven't you, to help people. Yeah. And it's yeah. so helpful because it it streamlines all of that stuff you could go and get off of Google, all of the like the random bits of information that contradict themselves as well. <clears throat> and it's it just gives you that fast track, it gives you that clarity and that path. So I would say if there are things that you're struggling with go and find somebody to help you with it you know employ amy for what you need help with you know these are the sorts of things you need to do um, and it's i think it, it can seem a bit counterintuitive like why should i spend money on um you know helping myself get out of debt or invest or whatever because i have the same thing as well i sell courses and i help people with 
their money. And he said, well, I'm in debt. Why would I spend more money and get myself into more debt? Yeah. It's not about that. It's about you're stepping up. And you, the way you step up is by you, you are giving the money over and you're saying, yes, I, I want you to help me to do this. And it, and it elevates you. It changes your, your energy and it, it propels you forward and gets you through these blocks. So, yes, use the free stuff, but I think you need to be prepared to pay for it as well, yeah. eventually, as well. Um, and, um, <clears throat> yeah, the other thing as well is just being, just being um, open with yourself about it. When you, if you know that there's something you're struggling with, journal about it, get it, get it out in the open. You know, there's no point in um, suffering in silence. You know, get it, get it out there and then find somebody to help you with it. I think that's probably the, the biggest thing that someone could do to help themselves. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with that. I think it's so important. And as you were talking, I was just thinking that everyone's got different things that hold them back. And for some, it might be money. For others, it might be sales, which you touched on. For others, it might be knowledge in marketing. Yep. Um, and I'm exactly the same. So last back end of last year, was it the back end of last year? No, not the back end of last year because we're early 21. <laughs> now I keep thinking, when the hell are where in the world are we right now? Um, yeah, 2019. I realised that actually I needed huge help on my sales and put, taking my sales strategy to the next level because I had a whole load of blocks around those which yeah. you touched on. Um, so I invested in a coach and it hugely changed my business, even in COVID. And yes, it wasn't easy to start with, but the back end of last year was so much better than it ever has been. But you have to sort of take that time to analyse what you need help with yeah. to find someone who's then going to guide you in that right direction. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I would highly recommend people just have a little think about <clears throat> whether they feel am I charging enough because I know I've got loads of clients who don't think they charge enough but actually they're like oh I'd just rather have the money and that's quite it's hard position to be in really because that's not going to ever help them grow they'll resent the work that they do get because they're not getting paid for what they feel they ought to be being paid so it's all of this that can actually help them and investing in your courses and investing time and money into themselves to actually really get to the next level yeah it's I don't think it you see a lot of things online about oh you know you can't start charging um until you've had a coach that you're willing to put the money into so you can't charge more money than you've ever invested yourself don't necessarily agree with that I think it's it's energy, it's energy. It's it's how you feel about your services. If you want to charge X amount and it happens to be more expensive than the next person, who cares? That's you. That's how you feel that you deserve. Yeah. Reconcile and um, recompense, isn't it? That's the word for um, <laughs> the the thing that you do. Yeah. So who cares if you're slightly more expensive than other people? Yeah. What you don't want to be is the cheap person because if you're the cheapest one on the block and people go to you because you're the cheapest one, unless you've got a way of expanding that very quickly, that's going to, that's going to drain your energy really fast. Yeah. You need to have it at a level where you feel that you're getting what you need from that person 
but yeah. also they feel like they're getting a good deal from it as well if you're getting a lot of people saying oh my god this wasn't worth the money then you've got to reevaluate things a little bit but most people are happy to pay you they really are if they want help with marketing I mean god marketing is such a hard thing to do it's it's not an easy job at all yeah you know you it's it's only right that you ask somebody for help with that and you give them the money for it I think there's there's a lot of people that will do this bartering thing oh well if I do a massage for you will you do this for me <laughs> and again it's it's almost like it's devaluing us as women and in business it's devaluing what we're doing because we're not um you know we're not asking for money for it but actually we should be we should we yeah. should be happy to to spend money with each other and and, yeah. and actually ask for this so yeah yeah. yeah and also I think one thing that does go through my mind is just because you use somebody's services doesn't mean they have to use yours as well yeah um don't don't almost do favors for people do it because you genuinely need their product or service mm. and then you can be a great referrer for them rather than oh okay yeah I'll buy something just to help you out sort of thing it's kind of again it comes back to that negative money mindset doesn't it where you're feeling like you're doing somebody a favor rather than I really need this this is going to help me yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but there's I mean there's so many things that we can do to help support each other even without spending the money but you know we do we do need to, to earn a living don't we as well so it's, yeah. it's okay to, to do that and um yeah I, I just think there's so there's so much ickiness out there around money that it's important we talk about it yeah but that's the only way we're gonna actually free us up from from all this ickiness and stuff like that it's, it's come from generations of women not having their own money rights not being able to be in control of their own destiny and their own finances and we just got to shake it off. It comes through generations. You know, we've, we've, we're now shaking this off. We're stepping into this new generation. Um, and it's important that we do because it, yeah. it impacts our kids and our grandkids. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Oh, Nikki, thank you so much for coming on today. I think that was incredible. It was really, really helpful. Yeah. I hope everyone who was listening found it helpful. Definitely go to thefemalemoneydoctor.com forward slash SMA hyphen quiz and find out who you are <laughs> yeah yeah I'd love to know it'd be, it'd yeah. be awesome to find out if you yeah let me know if you've listened and you've done the quiz because it, it's it's fascinating honestly once you start finding out about yourself you're like really I do that oh yeah I do that oh oh okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so true and it, yeah it, I just I'm a bit of an overanalyzer on myself anyway, so I tend to think about what I'm doing all the time. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to go and do that quiz probably right now. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you so much for joining and thank you everybody for listening. I will see you in the next couple of weeks. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.